What's up, family? This is the Just Breathe podcast, and I am April Love, personal brand success coach, entrepreneur, and now your new best friend. Just Breathe is all about all things you, taking your personal life to the next level. I know that it's sometimes hard to even catch your breath on a day-to-day basis, but we're going to inhale, exhale, and just breathe. I'm so excited about this episode, guys. I'm so excited. This year has been mind-blowingly wonderful. Yeah, that's a good word for it. I mean, my energy is at an all-time high. I am breathing, I'm in flow, and I'm I'm just I'm just really in a good place and I want that for everyone. So, that's why I was very 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 intentional about curating a list of guests for this season that speak to our best version of ourselves, because that's what they are. They have really aligned with God's purpose for their life. It shows all over them, and we want the same for you. So let's have a nice conversation today and start the work. So sometimes you run across people in your life that are like, oh, my God. It could be nobody but God that just kind of, like, made this happen. And my first interaction with this beautiful woman was That's how I felt. I was like, wow, she had this energy about her that just kind of like came in the room before she said a word. I was already familiar with her because, I mean, it's Atlanta and she's Atlanta um, historic legend, um, her family. But she herself was just, I mean, an amazing, amazing energy when I first met her. And it's just been wonderful ever since. So I'm very excited to share her with you. Our special guest today is none other than Mrs. Elizabeth Omalami. She's daughter of civil rights leader Hosea Williams. She's a fervent member of the National Low-Income Housing Coalition. She is CEO of human services organization Hosea Helps, who does so much amazing work in the community. She is a producer. She's an actress. She is a wife. She is a mother. And she is a friend. But she is also, just like me, a breast cancer survivor and thriver. Thank you and welcome, Ms. Omalami. Thank you for Thanks having for me, April. Thanks for being here. We're so excited to so have much. you. So I know who you are, and I've shared my experience with you. But can you share with the audience who Elizabeth Omalami is? You know, I uh, <laughs> I always have uh, trouble sharing about who I am because. When I wake up every day, I feel like just like this regular person that trying to get out of the bed. Mm-hmm. But when I look back over my life, yes. I'm like, okay, you did these things, um, not because you set out to do them. I mean, I've fed millions of people all across the world with the organization Hosea Helps in the Philippines and Ghana in uh, South Africa, and we spent nine years every summer in Haiti. Oh, wow. Uh, yes, so that that was that sort of international travel uh, part of my life. And then before that, uh, my father and mother were leading a civil rights movement in Savannah, Georgia, and Martin Luther King found them there and said that they were the single most responsible for integration in the southeast and hired them to come to Atlanta. Wow. And so I grew up seeing traumatic things. I grew up grew up seeing miraculous things too. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then my actress part of my life, which started in high school, was something that I really used for therapy. Mm. I couldn't really do a lot of the normal things that girls knew how to do because I was raised in the streets with my father, marching up and down, going to jail for freedom. I went to jail the first time for marching and sitting in when I was nine years old. What? Wow. So all these things put together make me a kind of very interesting person. Mm -hmm. But deep within myself, the the verve for life, the the all of that that gets you up and going that I saw in you when I met you uh, was so inspiring to me because I was like, I never met this April love person <laughs> and here she is doing all these things, survivor and thriver of breast right. cancer like myself. Right. So that inspiration is, has become a part of my life as well as I move forward past my diagnosis, into all the wonderful things God has, you know, left for me to do. Right. But Miles Monroe said, make sure we leave here empty. Yes, I think you are definitely going to do that. <laughs> I love it. So you multi-hyphenate. So how do you, um, basically, Just Breathe was birthed out of my own experience with seeing the state of the world, coming out of the pandemic and seeing how people were so anxious and and just frustrated and stuck and kind of just trying to figure it out. So a lot of people were in isolation. A lot of people were, it was like we were plagued with fear, mm -hmm. terrorism, they're, 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 they're raiding the Capitol, so much going on. But yet and still, we're still living. We're still among the living. We have children and friends and family. And, you know, so I was like, no, we just got to stop and breathe. Mm -hmm. Like God is still in control, you know, mm -hmm. stop mm -hmm. it and breathe. We need a platform that speaks to that. We got enough of this CNN scare yes. tactics. Mm -hmm. Why not have this, you know, platform where we bring people in who are living a purpose-driven life? No, we may not all have it all together, but we do have some practical steps in order to get that life, that best version of ourselves. So that's kind of what it was birthed out of. So you've faced obstacles from, I mean, being a part of civil civil rights and seeing, you know, just oppression and, and um, discrimination up close and personal. And then, you know, Basically, now dealing with cancer over the course of your life, you say you look back over your life. What are some breathtaking moments that you can share with the audience and even talk about how you got through? Oh, wow. I, I, um, I think about getting off the airplane in Haiti and seeing these women sitting on the ground with no panties. Wow. And an epidemic of disease, women's diseases throughout the country. And I think about the heat, how hot it was, and how I thought I would never make it. But that God had sent us there for a reason. I think about going to Voodoo Mountain and seeing the, the, the voodoo practices, but seeing the Christian practices and all mixed together as one thing. I think about seeing my father come home after March on Washington or March across the Edmund Pettus Bridge or leading uh, for voters' rights, uh, workers' rights, all the work that Hosea Williams did and my mother, Juanita, just exhausted, just fall out on the sofa, you know. Moments 
when we were standing in front of state troopers that we knew were going to beat us, that we knew had billy clubs, and we knelt down on our knees, said a brief prayer, and stood up and walked right into that thing. It's, it's been, at Hosea Helps, disheartening, bittersweet. Because we're serving more people than ever here in Atlanta and around the east, southeast. But why should there be so many people in line for food? Right. Mercedes, BMWs, not Mm -hmm. people that you would think would be in a food line. Right. But having more than enough, April. Having more than enough. Our new headquarters here can hold 400 pallets of food. So that's a huge amount, amount of food. food. Yes. And companies like Hormel, Publix, and Kroger, and churches and individuals keep us lifted up. So it's, it's the trial and the victory. Mm-hmm. They're linked hand in hand. And if you're not willing to go through the trial, right. oh, don't start me preaching. Oh, okay, preach, preach. <laughs> if you're not willing to go through the trial, you will not see the victory. Right. You have to be willing to walk straight into that fire, mm-hmm. knowing that you're not alone. And when you come out on the other side of that fire, you say, wow, did I just go through that? Yeah, I just came through four surgeries, chemo, yes, radiation, et cetera. Right. And I'm sitting here talking with another woman like yourself who inspired me so much. So those moments are. What I think about. Wonderful, wonderful. I do too. I get it. Like it's inspirational to see. Because to see somebody, someone do it, become a case study, you, you know, I can do it too. You know, that's what a lot of people just don't see. And it's just like I want to just shake some people sometimes. Like you don't have to stay stuck. You don't have to. There are people that you can align yourself with. There are things you can do. You can be about your life. I, there's no reason. There's no reason for you not to have the life you desire. Yes. yes. So... So, yeah, so kind of like, let's kind of talk about how do you, do you feel like you're in your life's work? You feel like you've, you've satisfied, you know, like you're actually where you're exactly you're supposed to be, doing the work you're supposed to be doing? Ooh, what a question. <laughs> hmm. I'm sure, I know it's more to be done, but. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I think that I'm where I'm supposed to be, but I'm in a transition. Okay. So I'll be, I'm an actress, but I don't mind saying I'll be 71 in February. Yes. Yes. And my hair is growing back. I see. So, yeah. So I think I'm in a transition. And and what I have to hear from God, she has to tell me, what am I transitioning into? So how do you want to use the rest of the life that I have to make this planet better? And do you want me uh, uh, to, to follow April Love's example and uh, preach to the people, inspire them, and let them know, see, there's a highway you can walk on that's not what you see when you open your eyes. You have to put yourself there. Right. Um, so I want people to te- be able to tell people about this highway. You can live your life on the highway. You can make a choice. I'm going to live my life on the highway. <laughs> nah, that's that. Right. Or you can say, I'm going to live my life down here in this chaos and mess. Right. So I'm transitioning 
I've done a lot, but the thing I found out, I had a dream about being dry. They were, they were trying to give me a shot, and, and, and they said, we can't give you a shot because you're dry. And I think that was a spirit telling me, if you become a paper pusher and get away from being with the people, giving a sandwich, giving the soup, mm-hmm. yourself, not raising the money to get it done and let them do it, mm-hmm. then that's not going to be good for you. Stay connected to the poor. Stay connected to the needy, to the volunteers, many of whom are not poor, who are d- depressed as hell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's that's where I think I've got to figure some things out. Mm. That's wonderful. Isn't that funny, though, how life is always life and it's always evolving? Yes. Yeah, so I said, you know, while we're on this earth, we just we have purpose and purpose continues to grow and evolve. And we just have to be open to it. Um, what kind of advice can you give to the person? Like, who, I mean, it's, it's wonderful that, you know, you started your life's work kind of started early, you know, purpose driven with a a set of parents who had a really big purpose. Um, so you caught the overflow and moved into, you know, that space as well. But for those that are floating in the wind, you know, (laughs) bless their hearts. They're trying to figure it out, you know, and they have a desire to figure it out and they come to you and they sit at your feet. What can you tell them? Like, okay, baby, you don't really know. They might, I'm like, I don't really know what I'm here to do. I'm not really happy. You know, I just don't know what to do. Where do you start? Mm. I, I ask them uh, just about what the show is about. Are you being quiet? Mm. And I tell them, this is a planet in the Milky Way. You are a person Mm -hmm. on this planet. There are billions of other ones, and there may be some aliens walking up and down the street. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But you have someone waiting for you to do the thing you're supposed to do, and it won't happen for them Mm -hmm. if you don't do it. And everything goes back to others. Absolutely. Everything. If you live in an isolated world where you're just about yourself, you will be miserable because we're connected and we're supposed to share. You know, when you called me to be uh, an award winner of the Pink Awards, Mm -hmm. I saw those women there standing and in their pink. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh. Well, why am I complaining? Look at all of them. They look happy. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, that connection, yes. let me know. You can get through this, Liz. You Just sure keep can. walking. Put one step in front of the other. Mm-hmm. And what I tell people is until you know what it is you're supposed to do, then just serve somebody else. Mm. Because as you put that forward movement, God meets you. He's not going to sit back in and push you out there. No. You start moving. You start doing what you can do. And you will be met by spirit and you start meeting people. Absolutely. You end up at parties you didn't know you were right. going to be at. You're like, stuff starts developing for you as you move forward. Yeah. And we're all depressed. You know, Ebony, I mean, Ebony, I'm thinking of Ebony Porter EK because I was telling her this a few minutes ago, mm-hmm. 
we got to get over this depression thing. Oh, my God. Yes. Look what our ancestors went through. I'm telling you. got you. a master's whip on your back? No, you do not. No, you do not. So just do what you got to do. Fear, afraid, mm -hmm. do it depressed, mm -hmm. do it hungry. Right. Whatever it is you're at, mm -hmm. just keep moving. Yeah. We're all we're all one day away from depression. Like we you know, that like it's like oh, it's like a, a genetic predisposition. It's a genetic predisposition to be depressed if you're human, mm -hmm. because it's way too much going on. You got a lot of deadbeat parents. You got people that're gonna let you down. You got people that're gonna cheat on you. You got people that're gonna steal from you. It's easy to be depressed, especially mm -hmm. if it's contingent upon what people are doing to you. Yes, when you become the victim, when you give them yes. too much, power. too much power. Yes, but if you just dust yourself off, not to say that you can't feel it, because I want people to. I'm an advocate. For people processing, don't act like that didn't bother me. That's yes, it right. did. Mm -hmm. If somebody you care about disappointed you, that you that bothered you, mm -hmm. but you can't get stuck in it because mm -hmm. then you become bitter and then that start manifesting in your body, mm -hmm. unforgiveness, all those different things. Because I definitely think this body mind connection. Yes. You know, as you know, as you think, I'm thinking I'm healthy and I'm I'm going to get through this. Like there was after three to four months of my diagnosis, I was like, oh. This is not for my, this is not into my death at all. Mm -hmm. Now the first couple of months, I uh, a little tricky <laughs> <laughs> depression. <laughs> but after I got past that little hump, I was like, no, that's the thing with that free will thing. Like you said, you can decide. Am I gonna be on this highway? Yes, you can decide. I'm gonna be down here. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, guys, mm -hmm. it's been real. I'm gonna, you know, throw in the towel. No, you make a firm decision. You know, and as long as you see vision, as long as you see something at the end of the road, you just keep going. Yes, you just, just keep, keep going. Walking. Yes. And you may have to cut loose some folk. Oh, God, yes, see? you do. Yeah. You may have to cut loose mm -hmm. JJ that you love on ah. the sofa. <laughs> Go on, okay. JJ. Bye-bye, JJ. JJ need a cash app again? That's no. <laughs> <laughs> and that's so hard oh, to do. It is. It better be by yourself and be better mm -hmm. than for you to be over here with a bunch of folk that mm -hmm. ain't going nowhere. Exactly. So where are the people you're around going? That's the question you need to ask. Mm -hmm. Are you around people going somewhere? Are you around people sitting on the porch? Exactly. So your environment is important, but between these two ears is where the battle is. Mm -hmm. And first mm -hmm. thing you need to do when you open your eyes in the morning, you need to start praying. I don't care who you praying to. You best to be praying. Yes, because praying. that prayer is mm -hmm. going to give you a purpose, a vision, a mission. Mm -hmm. Your status is going to move you forward. Absolutely. Don't let those thoughts crowd in on you when you open your eyes in the morning that are not good for you. You tell your brain what to think. You do. Your brain don't have to tell you what to think all the time. Or we just be messed up all day, every day because our brain is chaos. Yeah. We have to train it. We have to teach mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And say, that's why reading the scriptures, reading mm -hmm. holy books, reading poetry and things, mm -hmm. to feed yourself is important. Yes. And so I, I don't do nearly enough of that. But as soon as I open my eyes, I'm like, oh, Lord. Uh, Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for this day. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a religious person because I, like, stopped going to church. I'm admitting that on air. <laughs> but I yeah, am. Religious is dangerous. The yeah, religious part of it is. Yeah. It's very dangerous yes. and it's hurt so many people. Oh, my God. It's almost synonymous with bondage to me yeah. to a certain extent. Yeah. Because God is not like, don't mm -hmm. put me in a box. Yeah, I'm putting me in the box because of what you're saying. You the one in the box. Yeah, you, you in know, the box. You in the box. Yeah. And I, I made the box. So, exactly. You know, 
but stay connected to this. It's like the earth is covered, mm-hmm. surrounded by a huge spider web mm-hmm. and uh, the butterfly effect. And you send up a signal and connect to that spider web and receive that spirit mm-hmm. that's going to get you through the hard times and make you make you love the good times mm-hmm. even more. Because right. you can get to the point where you don't even know how to be happy. Right. Right? And I see that, I see that, and it's so funny that, not funny, but it's disheartening, really. I see it so much in younger people. Like Gen Z, that's why they feel like they got to smoke all the time, they got to do this all the time, they have to self-medicate. They don't want to, either they, they're really intense and feel a lot, or they really want to be numb and not feel much. Yes. And, I mean, it's generational. I mean, you yes. got older people, you got it's everybody in every generation. It's very easy to numb yourself mm-hmm. because trying to feel takes courage. You have to feel like, okay, they don't like me here. They don't want me here. They're not supporting me here. And to, to admit that, you just kind of, it, it takes a lot of courage that people are not willing to just be like, it is what it is. This is not a good fit for me. You don't like me at this job. I'm going to go ahead and bow out gracefully instead of letting it just, oh, this is happening. Then you start becoming a victim because then your last boyfriend or your last girlfriend did this and then mama didn't and daddy and didn't then show you up. you draw those yeah. things to you. Absolutely. That's law and of attraction. it makes it even worse. Yes. If you think about it, yes. it's going to, yes. So fine. And I don't mean TikTok either. Ah. I don't mean, <laughs> I don't mean TikTok and silliness. Right. You ain't got time for silliness. No, we didn't. No. You need to be making sure you're filling yourself with stuff that's going to enlighten you, mm-hmm. strengthen you, educate you, and be around people that are wanting to make a difference in the world. Isn't that what it's really all that's about? That's what it's about. And it's so, and, and I don't even say it's necessary, it's mandatory because we have enough people working in opposition. I mean, we got mm-hmm. a million. Like, if you put forth even half of the effort that the LGBTQ plus putting towards what just to just empower people yes. just to take some kind of accountability to your inner, your sphere of influence and say, Hey, we're not being depressed. Yes. We're not going to fall. Mm-hmm. We're not going to like, you know, yes. throwing a towel on a marriage. We're not going to throw a towel on our business. I'm going to hold you up in this. If we just did that, yes. you know, don't, you don't have to go and, and become the next MLK That's or right. Hosea Williams, but you can do your part. That's right. And Even we just la- you and your children. Just you and your, That's yeah, you running your and home. and your little tribe. Yeah. You running your home. You are a company. Yeah. Running that home. Exactly. To the excellence, the level of excellence that you take that seriously, yeah. your children will benefit and so will you. Right. Don't, and you know, and a love, lot less heartache. what's <laughs> love got to do with it? And we got to talk about Miss Tina Turner. Oh, she's, yes. She's just left us. She's wow. just passed on. But that song, What's Love Got to Do With It? Mm-hmm. It really means what kind of love, what do you mean by love? What is your definition of love? So you love him, and he is mistreating you. He's abusing you, and extra, etc. So, what's love really got to do with it? It's about regeneration, reproduction, and revitalization—not just in your body, but in the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, just be careful about that word, love. Yeah, it is so misused. It's very tricky. It can be very tricky. It can also be synonymous with bondage. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> but I love it. Yes. But I love her. Mm-hmm. 
until your death. Yeah. <laughs> no. 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 Yeah, and also be mindful too. People have to understand like they everybody thinks abuse is just bopping you upside your head. No, verbal and emotional abuse to me is way more detrimental sometimes. That is very and spiritual. Yeah. Abuse. Oh Lord, do we look. We what we tell the people who come Hosea at Hosea helps. The food is just a portal into mm-hmm. the family. Right. Then when we get in that family, we find out, well, um, you know, I turned the deed from my house over to the pastor, mm. and he said that God needed to use my house for his glory. Or we say, we find out, well, I'm running from domestic violence. I came for a food box. We're living in a hotel. Or we find out, well, he, she got a black eye. Mm-hmm. How'd you get it? He hit me. Now, the reason she's telling us the truth is because we fed her first. Mm. We're not sitting there with a clipboard trying to judge her. Right. We fed her and her family first. Mm -hmm. And so feeding yourself Mm -hmm. and others allows the truth to come forth. Wow. And then we can find solutions. That's only like the vessel. Yes, ma'am. Got it. That's big. That's our lives, though. Yeah. That's a life's work. Yeah. When you have, this is what I'm using, but there's a greater purpose in it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a greater purpose. <laughs> like, we just talking, but guess what? On the other end, there is someone that's like, oh, aha. Uh-huh. And pay attention. Yeah. People don't want to pay attention and do what you ask them to do. Right. So, hey, you're on your own. Yeah. All we can do is plant the seed. That's all we can do. Mm-hmm. Water it every now and then, but that's it. You got to take care of that thing. Yeah. Grow it. Yes, you do. So since we kind of just moved over there, what do you think the state of the, you know, it's such a big part of us, um, of our community, of our culture. What do you think the state of the church is currently? Ooh, you didn't ask me that. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel led to ask. Lord (laughs) have mercy. Um, mm. Mm. I'm wondering where the pastors are. Pastors, that is. Yes. Not Reverend such and such, but a real pastor, mm-hmm. a nurturer. The, I want to know where the prophets are. Where are they? I don't hear The them. men of Issachar who knew the times. They knew what was going on in the season of the community, the season of the country, what ch- season, how China relates to Taiwan, how Taiwan relates to Russia, all the seasons in our lives. Mm-hmm. So... I think the problem, one of the problems with our church today, and I'm talking about mosque, temple, uh, Christian churches and all of that. We've gotten what my mother used to call inbound. Mm -hmm. She would take her plants in the kitchen every morning, uh, every weekend, and she would take the plant out of the pot and she would shake the hell out of it. And all the dirt and everything would fall off the roots. And then she would take some nice, a bigger plant pot and some nice dirt, and she would put it, and she would put the plant back in there. She said, oh, honey, that plant is root-bound. It ain't going nowhere. To, it need a bigger pot. We're so in our little cycles and our little silos. You can go down the street, and I guarantee you, you will find an old lady down the street from you that want a sandwich. Yes. Get out of the church. Right. Walk the streets of the city. Yes. Serve the people. Serve the because people. Because you have to ask yourself, 
well, what is the purpose of me sitting here? Mm-hmm. Some people have been glued to the pew so long, they've been like, oh, Miss Jones, she over there, but she died four years ago. We didn't know it. She was sitting in that pew so long. And uh. that was <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, that's yeah, crazy. It's April. a disconnect. What are we doing it for? What are we what are we doing our spiritual thing for? What is it for? That's all yeah. I wanna know. Cause it looks good and it's a like it becomes like just a straight up ritual. I go in, the choir sings, I do this, I get on the altar, I do yes. my offering, mm-hmm. I might go to do you need prayer? Come get and it becomes not to say that I mean it didn't shouldn't have a format, but where's the power? Yes, yes. Where is the power and where is the change the power in, is the change in the in prophecy? Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. See, because we, we don't have prophets, true prophets. I'm not talking about prophet lying. Right. I'm we talking about prophesy. <laughs> and the purpose for the church is to build the community mm-hmm. and not just the community inside the building. No, not just inside of those four walls. Yes, ma'am. And when you get stuck in there. Yeah. And then when you come out of it, it's, I'm back to my life. Yes. No change has taken place because change can only take place as you relate to other people. As you give to her or him and they give back to you. Right. That's where the transformation takes place. Oof. We got we to gotta do better. Yeah. We have to do better. Yeah. We have to do better for our own selves. Because yeah. like you said before, like people are waiting there are a lot of people that need direction. Everybody's not the business owner, the entrepreneur. They're waiting for the leaders to step up, and then they could be, oh, I've been waiting on you. Mm-hmm. Right now they're just over here at Target, over here working at AT&T, mm-hmm. waiting for you mm-hmm. to be obedient and start whatever it is they're supposed to be supporting. And it, it just times out. And, you know, the, the, the thing about it is that when we hear about – Wars and rumors of wars and all this and that. Don't don't be telling me we're in the last days and all that stuff. Oh, There's sure. always been wars and rumors, rumors of wars. <laughs> since there's been an earth. Right. But when you are laying there and we've been close to the valley of the shadow of death mm-hmm. and you think about what I want them to say about me. What did I do with this life? Mm-hmm. Well, I fed 14 senior citizens at the senior high rise. I gave them ham sandwiches because that's all I could afford. Baby, you're on your way to heaven. <laughs> I took a little boy and I bought him some shoes because he always comes to shoe. School, he doesn't have shoes. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a shirt. She needed somebody just to sit. You know, the thing that's killing our senior citizens is loneliness. Mm. That I can believe that. So go find a senior citizen's high rise and go from room to room and read them each a story. I remember w- the church used to do that. When I was little, I would go with, you know, my nana and my mom. With, with, I would go with them, and they would bring fruit, you know, a little basket, a little banana, a little apple, a little whatever, a little, little Debbie, just, and then they would sing to them, and you would do a little Bible study, and they loved it. They loved they it. They loved it. Yeah. yeah. So lonely, sitting in little boxes, looking out the window. So that's why you have to want, you have to be willing for your heart to be broken. Yeah. Because if you can't cry about that, then your heart is hard. Mm. If you can't cry about hungry children that they can't learn, mm. your heart has become hard. Mm-hmm. So you need your heart to be broken. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where the spirit will come in and break your heart mm-hmm. so that you can get back to the humanity and the human being you're supposed to be. Yeah. And so my father told me, don't never marry a man until you see him cry. 
Because if you ain't met that man in crisis, you don't know him. Come on, dear. Wise. Wise. That's amazing. <sighs> so how are you feeling, though? Thriver. Yes, Thriver. Yes. How are you feeling? I, I, you know, I fight the depression battle. Right. I fight the anxiety battle. That's why I keep moving. Physically, I'm feeling I'm losing a lot of weight. Pretty, pretty good about that, and and I know I'm gonna make it now. Yes, you are. I know I'm gonna make it, yes. and that uh, I will see my grandchildren, ten, nine, two, eight, and one four, graduate from college, and yes. I'm going to. I'm working with a girl named Carissa. Okay. With Every girl shines. Okay. Her nonprofit is amazingly wonderful. And so I'm supporting other women who have nonprofits, teaching them what I know. And I'm feeling that that's just the way life is. Mm -hmm. Liz, just get over it, get up, get your tea, and go on about your anxiety, go on about your depression and your fearfulness Mm -hmm. as it falls behind you as you serve others. And so, you know, I'm trying to rest. You know, Dr. Phillips told me, go away for two weeks. Oh, did you do it? No. <laughs> You're going to? You're going try, to? I'm going to try. You will. But I will say this. I can attest to the fact that you are. The question I asked earlier in your life's work, you are. And we are better for it. You are an inspiration, a real inspiration. And it's an honor to be in your presence every time I have the opportunity. I do not take it for granted. Oh. You are. I think I posted that. I was like, she's really an angel on earth. And it's it's not a lot of them. So, I, I mean, I just want to thank you for everything you do every day. Thank you, April, for everything you've poured into me. It's made a difference. Oh, don't get me. Don't get me crying up here. That ain't, <laughs> that's not hard for me, though. But um, how do people keep up with you, and how do they support the work you're doing at Hosea Hopes? Yes, thank you for asking me that because I keep forgetting to talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Number four, H-O-S-E-A dot O-R-G is our website okay. for Hosea. Just search Hosea Helps uh, on on the Internet. And um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, E-O-M-I-L-A-M-I. O-M-I-L-A-M-I. Just search up Elizabeth O'Milami and make sure you see me in Queen Sugar. Yes. Which I shot uh, several months ago was my last acting um, job. Now the writer's on strike, and they're trying to get the actors to strike with them, so I don't know when next next one will be. But contact Hosea Helps, because our big back-to-school jamboree is coming up, and our No Summer Hunger campaign is underway. Yes, absolutely. I will make sure that we share the information with our audience as well. It'll be in the caption. But make sure you stay connected with Ms. Omalami and with Hosea Helps. They need the help. We need to show up. We need to show up in the earth and support one another. And we are breathing freely because, oof, God is good. And we had an amazing conversation. Thank you for being here. Of course, I'm going to have you back. And um, just gratitude. That's the word. That's the word we'll leave with, just gratitude. All right. Thank you, Ms. Omalani. Thank you, April Love. All right, guys. Tune in. Make sure you share, like, subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeart. Make sure you tap in with me on all my social media at Ask April Love and my website, the AskAprilLoveBrand.com.